Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. I am very, very, very under the weather, so very low energy, but we're here, y'all. We're doing this. I'm sitting on the floor, and we're going to crank this out. Um, It may not be as long as usual, and I do apologize for that, but let's just dive right in. So on today's episode, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. I hate New Year's resolutions. I don't get amped up about the new year. I think it's a huge commercial fad. I think it's a huge way for um, gyms to take more money out of you, to hype up this new year, new you, and then you just go and sign up for a bunch of things without really having a clear direction or clear goal on what it is you actually want to achieve. I think as we get closer to the new years, people use it as an excuse for um, hitting that reset button. Like, okay, January 1st is around the corner. It's a new chance for me to reset and um, do what it is that I need to do to uh, reach my goals. And I think it's a huge scapegoat. So we're waiting for again, our future selves. We think that our future selves are amazing, incredible, successful. I talked about this in one of my earlier podcasts because I think about this about myself. I think that I have all of these things that I want to achieve in the future. And in my head, I've already achieved those things. So I want to open a coffee shop. I want to write a book. And if I look towards my future, I think, wow, my future is going to be incredible. I have all these things that I want to achieve, but I haven't yet achieved those things. So it's a false sense of, of happiness, of security, um, of achievement. So I think that's similarly exactly what January 1st brings about in all of us. It's this notion that, oh, I have a, a new chance in the new year to be my best self, to reset, to restart, to go to the gym, to lose weight, to write that book. All of these things that we think we want to do, we put it off until, oh, the new year's coming up. I'll go ahead and start all of that right now. You see an insane amount of people. Um, if you're, if you go to the gym regularly, or if you go to a studio regularly, January first comes around, and you see a huge influx in the amount of people that are now at your studio or at your gym. And by February or March, that number slowly starts to decline because it's not sustainable. So, what I want to talk about are five sustainable ways that I have found to help keep me on track and to keep um, making sure that I am always taking steps to reaching my goals. You don't have to wait till January 1st to reset. You can reset any day of the year. January 1st is just the new um, calendar year, but that really means nothing in the scope of how you want to pave your future or pave the way for your own success. So these are just things that I find helpful for me And um, I'll I'll jump into those in a second, but I think what happens when we go into the new year is we have a lot of motivation because of the hype, and then we lose momentum. For me, I was just in Europe for two weeks, and I came back super sick. I don't ever get sick. Uh, Last time I was sick was actually New Year's last year, and I feel like a Beck Dix, but Um, I, because I've been in Europe, I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating well. I was doing whatever it is I wanted to do in the moment. I acted on impulse and I don't regret a thing, 
but I haven't been working like my full-time job. I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't been doing any of my responsibilities. And so for me, I am losing motivation. I still have momentum, I would say, because I'm doing the things that I need to do, but I don't have motivation. And especially now that I'm finally home, getting back into the swing of things, um, hopefully I'll be able to go to work tomorrow. But if not, it's just another day to set me back even further of I don't have motivation going into the new year. But we have to hold on to that momentum because motivation comes and goes, but momentum is what keeps us going. So find that self-discipline, that momentum, and find whatever it is to make you keep pushing forward in a positive progression, and you'll you'll find success in whatever it is that you're doing. So the first point is, with your goals, make them realistic. Don't say, oh, I'm going to run a marathon in March, and you've never ran before. Make them goals that you know you can achieve. Otherwise, you are going to write down or think about all of these goals that you want to do and you have no way to achieve them and no way to figure out how to make them happen. And then they just start to dissipate and those goals just disappear and you lose both motivation and momentum because you don't know how to exactly reach those goals. So make sure that you're setting up goals that are realistic and pertaining to your life. So not realistic to your friend, not what's realistic to your best friend, but what's going to be realistic for you within the scope of your life right now. You can also look back to who you were a couple years ago. Um, and maybe some of the goals that you, you pick aren't necessarily realistic to the person that you are right now. So making sure that they, the goals that you set for yourself are achievable within the scope of who you are as a person right here, right now. Can you make those happen within the new year, within two years, within three years? I typically like to think of things within months, a few months at a time, because it's more, um, it's easier to grasp. It's more obtainable. So if you think of it more as a month-to-month basis, you'll you'll find yourself having more success on whatever goals you've set for yourself. So uh, number two is check in with your progress every month and reevaluate and readjust, uh, readjust your goals if needed. So what I find with myself is if I set goals that I can't achieve or if I set goals that I can't achieve but I don't check in, I get really frustrated with myself and I lose all interest in whatever it is that I want to do. So making sure that you, um, I like to write things down. I'll write down what I want to do, uh, what goals I want to achieve. And I, I need to do better about actually writing them out in a thorough manner. I'll just kind of throw out my ideas on a scrap of paper, my journal or on my computer and then revisit them periodically. But I think writing them down in a a way that's very organized and methodical is going to be very helpful. Otherwise, you are going to get very frustrated if you don't check in with yourself or reevaluate your goals or reevaluate, you know, what you set for yourself on January 1st. If you come, if March comes around and you haven't even thought about the goals that you set for yourself on January 1st, those, that was just useless time that was wasted. So, Find out what it is that you want and have your have monthly check-ins for yourself to make sure that you are staying on track. So this leads into number three is write your goals down on paper rather than just keeping them in your head or buying a random membership. So I have a big problem with this. I have a bunch of ideas that I want to do 
constantly. Like I just am always thinking about different things that I want to do, different things that I want to read or learn or start or buy or blah, 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 whatever the hell that it is. I have a hundred bajillion things just roaming around in my head. Write things down. Find whatever it is that helps you stay organized, whether that's a journal. I use something called Trello, um, T-R-E-L-L-O. You can just go to Trello.com or go to the app store and download Trello. It's just a board that you can add different columns. And for me, I have a column right right now on my goals and dreams board. I have wedding planning. I have things I want to learn. I have a column for um, writing my book. I have a column for wait for wait. I have a column for my coffee shop goals. So you can you can organize things into different categories. And within each category, you can add a card that either builds upon something, uh, the main topic, or is a note for yourself. Uh, and you can check your progress. You can add checklists too. So it's a really, really great tool for actually laying out what you want to achieve and checking in on your progress. So I highly, highly recommend Trello, um, or just whatever works for you. There's a lot of uh, journals out there that are very specific in terms of goal planning, and they have prompts and questions every single day or weekly even, which I think weekly is very beneficial if you're somebody that likes to keep tabs on how each week, um, how you're doing every single week. So do some research, find whatever it is that works for you, and don't just try one thing and give up because then again, you're going to lose motivation, you're going to lose momentum. Find something that works and try different avenues to find that one thing that you can stick with that clicks for you so that you can in turn be super, super successful. Um, Along with this, buying random memberships, I think we get so stoked to lose weight or become our better versions of ourselves and we go and buy gym memberships and studio memberships and um, I don't know, whatever other things you buy on January 1st um, to make yourself feel better like this better sense of yourself, buy something that's going to be beneficial for you. Don't just buy it to buy it, say that you're going to do it. Alternatively though, if I'm going to play devil's advocate with myself, I think buying a membership backs you into a corner. Now you have no choice, but I typically say to to buy something that's more expensive, even if you can't afford it, because what you're doing to yourself is you're backing yourself into a corner and you know that you have to figure out a way to pay for it. And you also know that um, you're going to have more motivation to go the more money you spend. So a typical gym membership is what? You could buy a gym membership for 20 bucks, but is that really motivating you to go? If you don't have like an instructor and you're just going to walk around the gym for two hours aimlessly and really you only worked out for 30 minutes and you're paying $20 a month, do you have motivation to go to the gym tomorrow and the day after and the month after that and the month after that? Probably not. You don't have any any real stakes um, lying on the table. So you you have to make sure that you are paying for something that's a little bit pricey. Like for me, Core Power Yoga is one hundred and fifty five dollars a month. That's pretty pricey. So if I don't go two do- two dollars two times a week, I am not justifying my monthly purchase at least two times a week. So I'll typically go two to three times a week um, in a month. So if you are going to go ahead and buy that membership, make sure it's a membership that backs you into a quarter so you can't back out. Maybe go ahead and buy a contract for six months. Hmm. 
That's a thought. That way you have no choice but to to stick with something for six months. Plus, typically people that do six-month contracts for like gym memberships, um, you'll get a cheaper monthly rate. So you're saving money in the long run, but you're paying, uh, yeah. Sometimes they'll make you pay up front. It just depends on the studio. But just ask your studio whatever you're looking into and see what different packages that they have. But do something that backs you into a corner. Otherwise, you have nothing to keep you accountable unless it's self-discipline. And we all know that sometimes our self-discipline is non-existent or it's hard. But do whatever it is that you need to do to make make shit, make shit happen because no one's going to get it done but yourself. So number four. So this kind of builds upon everything that I just talked about. But for me, I have like I said, a bunch of goals that I'm trying to accomplish and I get really overwhelmed with how many things that I want to do that I typically end up doing zero, zero things to make any of my dreams happen. Shocker. Because there's just too many things floating around in my head that I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to begin and I just get really frustrated and I just stop and I just give up. So what I do is every week I have um, a list of things that I do every morning or every evening to achieve my goal. So, so that way I can look at my planner and I can see, okay, just to give you guys an example, on Monday, uh, Monday mornings, I'll wake up, I wake up at 4.30 Monday through Friday every single day to get ready for my day to spend some time with myself. On Mondays, I will um, do some yoga in the morning, just light stretches. On Tuesday, Thursday, I'll write my book. I'll spend about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour writing my book. On Wednesday, I will read. And on Friday, I'll do some yoga or read. So I split it up so it's not too overwhelming. I'm not setting up myself for, okay, Sabrina, write your book every morning at 4.30 in the morning, Monday through Friday. That If I did that, my passion to write a book is slowly going to turn into a, an annoying chore. So you want to make sure that with, with whatever goals you're setting for yourself, they don't become chores and they don't become tiring and boring. You want to be able to look forward to, okay, I'm stoked for Tuesday. On Tuesday, I'm going to write my book. That's super exciting. Or on Wednesday, I'm going to be able to read that book that I really wanted to read early in the morning. So you're splitting it up for yourself. So it's realistic and you know what your week is going to look like. You know what's going to happen on Thursday. You know what's going to happen on Friday rather than just writing down a list of your goals, period, and then wondering when you're ever going to actually get to them. So there's a difference between checking in monthly, like I discussed in um, point number two. Checking in monthly is just to see, okay, where am I at? Am I doing okay? Do I have to readjust my goals? Do I have to readjust my expectations? And this is actually taking this a step further. And every single week, you need to plan what you're going to do. Otherwise, your monthly check-ins are going to be useless because did you actually take any steps to make that goal happen? Probably not if you didn't write them down or figure out a way to um, muster up the motivation, the energy, and the steps to make your dreams come true. My last point is all of these kind of bleed into each other. So they're not 
mutually exclusive. But lastly, modify your goals and resolutions as needed. Don't just stick to a goal just because you told yourself you need to stick with it. So this is kind of a different example. But for me, I had my uh, my website. I made my website like three years ago. And I was I had so much drive to get this website live. Like it was during my summer break and after I graduated from school in 2017. And I would just wake up, do my website, go to a coffee shop, work on my website. And when I finally launched it, I had different themes for each day. So uh, I had meal Mondays. I would post meals on the website and re- recipes. I had workout Wednesday, and I'll post a workout and a fun photo and some some tricks. I had feature Friday where I would feature different people to t- share their stories. And I believe that's all I had. So I had... I, I pr- mainly set up those hashtags and those um, topics so that I could stick with with something myself. So now I know, okay, every Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have to update the website. Even if I don't touch it Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I still have an obligation to upload things on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So that helped me stay accountable and that helped other people know what to expect. So eventually I just started losing momentum on the website. And I kept telling myself, okay, you got to go update your website. You got to go post this. You got to go post this. Oh, it's Monday. You have to post a meal. Oh, it's Wednesday. You have to post workout Wednesday. And what happened was I ended up just stopping altogether. Like I, I stopped posting meals. I stopped posting workouts. And the reason is I no longer had the the motivation and the drive to to post meals on Mondays, to post workouts on Wednesdays, because that's not what was speaking to me on that day. On a Wednesday, I would think of something else that brought me inspiration. For this podcast, for example, has been a great way for me to express myself and has meant more to me currently, presently than my website did, you know, for me in the past. So rather than me beating myself up about not making my website successful and not sticking to the goals and the initial tasks that I set up for myself initially. Now, this is just a a, a moment for me uh, to readjust my expectations and my values and what I want to do for my website. So I set up those goals for myself to begin with, meaning I can change those goals. I don't have to stick with that. If that's no longer serving me or working for me, and I no longer feel passionate to share meals and workouts and features every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I don't need to be doing that. So making sure that your goals, every time you do a monthly check-in or a weekly check-in or your even your yearly check-ins, if they no longer coincide with what you're feeling in the present moment and what you want to put forth in the present moment, there is no reason to stick with them. There's no reason to just say you want to do them because you wanted to do them one time in the past, if that makes sense. So your goals should always project you forward. Every time you look at a goal that you write down or you think of a dream, you should always want to achieve that. And the moment you you think of a goal or a dream that you no longer want to achieve and was once a goal or a dream that you set for yourself in the past, let it go. Let it go and figure out something else that serves you, something else that's going to project you forward and make you successful. Because the whole point of goals and the whole point of dreams are to make you successful and happy and maybe to make more money and to be more financially stable and to have a family and to have a house or or be more fit or be more active or eat healthier. Whatever it is that you need to do 
to bring to life your your future self, do it. Because if you don't take the steps now, that future self that you're dreaming about is never going to happen. It'll always be a part of your imagination that will never happen, which is really sad. But it also takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication and a lot of self-discipline and a lot of momentum to make all of this shit happen. So if you are falling for the New Year's resolution fad, I hope these five tips, tips, advices, yeah, tips, (laughs) help you project yourself forward into a successful mindset, a successful future, and a successful, I like to say, a successful day ahead. Day by day, my friends. There's nothing, nothing exists but today. Tomorrow doesn't exist and yesterday doesn't exist. Today exists. So what are you going to do today to make tomorrow even better? Yeah, I'll end with that. That was good. So I'm going to go take some NyQuil, fall asleep, and hopefully feel like a million bucks tomorrow. Uh, I hope this helped you guys out and I will see you guys next week.